0: That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you.
1: This piece was brought to you by Roberta's. Roberta'spizza.com
2: Hey, this is Michael Harlan Turkel from the Food Teen on Heritage Radio Network. I've been with the station for over eight years, 350 shows, and it is the most consistent thing in my life. Every Tuesday at three, I know to be here in studio, but I also get the, the privilege of meeting such amazing people, artists, artisans within the industry. I get to learn a new factoid, a, a new way of life from these wonderful people. And I hope you do too by listening and that you donate to our summer drive. Just go to heritageradionetwork.org slash donate and click on the beating heart and we'd even appreciate monthly recurring donations to any show on the network you could designate to the food scene the speakeasy and that many more
1: Murder. Ah, oh, say, <laughs> say those words. We're back. We're back. back. Summer fun drive. This is it. The countdown begins. Five more shows. This is episode two, four, six. Don't say that, Mike. By, I'm, by, I was
3: just getting comfortable.
1: By popular demand, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just. I was just getting. Com- I, I can walk
3: in here. <laughs> and, and, and feel like uh, you know, I'm I'm like in my 60s, and I'm
1: still nervous when I walk into a bar. You scared you scared away <laughs> people at the awkward day. Yeah, table. what happened? That was very awkward. No, it was very awkward. It was like uh, what, what was like the boy like the porno category. My friend's hot mom. That they they were they, it was weird. Whatever the dynamic there was very weird. Uh oh. At, at the day table there. Maybe maybe they just the, the kid is starting college. It's been a while since we've <laughs> done done a porn show and talked about like top porn. Topics. Wow.
0: Well, but but, I, I but heard, my
1: I, friend, my friend's hot mom is like number three of most searched things in Pornhub, or uh, something. Incidentally,
0: definitely number
1: one. Def- on. Matt says definitely number one. Mo- most sur- searched it, at the TSA. It surpassed the... milf. Ah, the problem, you know, the problem, the Matt, p- our Piano player. Is, too, is that uh, today. I'm I'm so old that all my older women fantasies are about women half my age. At this point, <laughs> it's that's, oh, that's, no. that's how far along we've gotten. Anyway, we're back. It's arts and this is, the seizures might get us in here. We're back we have- and we're proud. With, with the monster from Maspeth, everybody's favorite pizza, pizza Pizzaremba. And we're joined in the studio today who, 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 with superstar, powerhouse, motherfucking pitbull lawyer of the very famous law firm Crosby Stills, Nash Young, Carlos Palmer, Emerson, Hungadunga, Hungadunga, Sacco, and Vanzetti. It's our friend. And Bunga. And Hungadunga. I think I forget a Hungadunga. Hungadunga. <laughs> uh, our good friend Blaine Bortnick, who has kept me out of jail successfully. Oh. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> Well, thank you very for, much for, for the last thirty minutes, <laughs> and I and I expect you to keep me out of jail for the next thirty minutes. And also, by the time the show is over, I want to own the Heritage Radio Network. Well, as far as jail goes, I lock the door, so don't
2: worry. <laughs> there you go. This
3: is At least this for is for thirty minutes. This
1: is your kind of lawyer. This is the kind of guy who gets you out first and asks questions later. I like that. I like that. In in out before you you get in.
2: It's a better I, way. You to have go. your
3: hands full with this guy, though. Uh, I mean, quite quite frankly, if I was his lawyer, I would recommend the stiffest sentence possible. Well, that's it's really usually a stiff
1: drink, but, but that's another <laughs> category. Altogether. Let me tell you the fact that I knock on wood when I say shit like this. I've never been arrested, by the way. Really? That's amazing. I, 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 is, it is the that? Of, of all the government oversight <laughs> you yeah. can imagine. This is like, obviously, somehow I fell through the cracks and have never been, Gee, uh, never, Mike, been hand, f- never been handcuffed against my will. Gee, Mike, I feel well, you would have Well, uh,
2: you, You've missed a real life experience there then. Well, totally really I'm, I'm still
1: young, Blaine. You, you should you should—you
3: should check it out inside sometime. Have you have you,
1: have you spent the night in the huskale? Uh, let's, just, let's just say
3: you should check it out sometime. You <laughs> check, you, check out the food. Is that
1: where you met your wife? <laughs> What's your prison story? Papillon. Yeah, let's just say. Let's just say. Look, a lawyer. A lawyer walks
3: into the. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. lawyer. No, doesn't. no, no. You, I thought you had. You had one. All
1: uh, well, my, well, my.
3: Actually, I don't. My have jokes
1: a, are about doctors. Actually, I don't Jewish. have.
3: I don't have a, don't have a lawyer <laughs> joke. But uh, this guy walks in, into a bar, right, and he's got his pet alligator on a leash. And uh, and he goes to bartender. He says, "Listen, do you uh, do you serve lawyers here?" And the, the bartender says, "Sure." So the, the guy goes, "Okay, good. Give me a martini and uh, give my alligator
2: a lawyer."
1: <laughs> so wow, it's a good thing we only got five shows left. I know. <laughs> I
0: refuse. I refuse to trigger the applause for that.
1: <laughs> that's a good. Oh, that's five, a good show. That, five, five shows left, and the engineer suddenly has an attitude. I'm walking. <laughs> Can we sue the engineer here. for his attitude? He's, he's
3: very, he's surly and, and he's being, he's being uh,
2: rebellious. He, he hurt my feelings. Well, yeah, well I kid. think it depends on who, who the intended audience <laughs> is. In your case, I think maybe a medal might be a more appropriate. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh.
3: You know what? I, let's just, let's just say congratulations to all our French listeners. Uh, for They won the Super Bowl today against the Croatians. <laughs> oh, it. Huh?
0: You nailed
3: it. You nailed it. But the, you know the Croatians. I have to say they should be thanking them. They uh, gave them one goal and then a penalty. So otherwise, it would, uh, you know. How
1: the, the Americans do in this? They tournament. did. They did great.
3: They did great. They <laughs> didn't show up, but <laughs> they didn't lose. They didn't yeah. lose. They were great. But anyway, all our French listeners, really, uh, allez France and uh, and all that stuff. I have watched exactly and, zero seconds of the World Cup. Oh, I, I in my, in my, you know what? We were watching a lot of Wimbledon. And and John McEnroe, who's doing a, a you know ex heel now a commentator, does, he made a very interesting reference to a guy. He, he was commenting on the match, and then he goes, "Oh, it looks like whoever it was is waking finally waking up from the sleeper hold." And I like that. <laughs>
1: McEnroe made a wrestling reference. He,
3: he sure did and a pro <laughs> a pro wrestling. Uh, well, he reference was a, he that. was a heel. He, uh, he was a heel, and he was a kid from Queens, so. Uh, and it made me. He, uh, he
1: may have actually shown up at a WrestleMania. Someone, maybe Matt, you can yeah. look that up. I think John McEnroe was like a WrestleMania I, I special like guest walk on at one point.
3: Now, for extra credit, Mike, a, a variation on the sleeper hold, right? The Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, what was his coup de grace variation on the sleeper hold? Sleeper. Quick, for 10. For wow, his, what was, what was the, Ted DiBiase's, DiBiase,
1: the, the, the million, million
3: Dollar Man, his. His variation on the sleeper hold, what? his coup de gras,
1: was, I don't was
3: the, for 10, uh, uh, the studio audience, okay, the, people have their hands up, okay, uh, give me a bell, Matt, time is up, there we go, it was the million dollar dream.
1: Ah, the million-dollar dream.
3: And, and uh, Virgil, his uh, lackey, would shove a $100 bill into the sap's open, gaping mouth. It's kind of like leaving pennies on the eyes. Oh, <laughs> gosh, yeah. A right, $100 our, bill right in the guy's mouth, and they'd walk out of the ring.
1: Speaking of sleeper hold variations, our friend uh, CM yes. Punk, former, former uh, WWE champion CM Punk, his variation of the sleeper hold was something called the Go to Sleep, and then a pizza place... Um, Ian's Pizza in Chicago actually made a pizza called the Go To Sleep, which was turkey Hollandaise sauce. I think they may have even been. Uh, oh oh uh, it, it may have even been like opiates. Is this oh, in Chicago? Opiates. Yeah. Chicago pizza is bad enough. I'll uh, say it right they now. There might have even been like opiates on a pizza, the Go To Sleep pizza. the idea was like there's no way you could possibly eat this and like you know keep your eyes open. We're making on a, on a record. Well, you know, we're it was making... just pumped full of MSG and tryptophan. Yeah. And there you go. I, I think
3: I think we got a case there. We, you know we were making a record with uh, what's his name out in Chicago. Chicago. and
1: uh, this is your, this, your Steve Albini story? Albini yeah Albini. this is when you were in the Pixies we discussed this oh yeah this. and he's
3: like he's talking he's talking about how great the Chicago pie. oh you gotta have it right so finally go okay what is this pie it comes first of all it, come, it came in an envelope a giant paper envelope and it was stapled and then it was a round pizza and they cut it they don't even care they cut it in these little tiny squares and it's a round pizza And and on top of that, it wasn't any good. (laughs) And such small portions. Such All right,
1: I'll tell you what. We we came here today with the idea... What do we come
3: here for? Why am I here, (laughs) anyway?
1: Recovering from Lyme disease. I can't believe you had Lyme disease. (laughs) I I did. It's a rich rich man's disease. It is. It's a country club disease. He's got your Connecticut man's... But uh, we are talking about summertime, so I thought we'd play one of my favorite summertime songs and just give it a spin. What's it called? Summertime by the Troggs. Oh, I love the Troggs. Banned by the BBC. So, uh, Matt, give it a twirl. You listen to Arts and Seizures. We'll be back in a second right after this hot biscuit by the Troggs.
3: Summer Fun's (sighs) Drive.
4: The dress is so low, you can see the sun on their dance da, 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 skin. I like the summertime when the girls wear the dresses so high, you can see the sun on their faces. Fa, 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 fa,
5: fa, 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 but it's old.
4: <laughs> I like a discotheque when the music getting heavy and the girls get hot and the sun. bodies start chil shaking. we mm-hmm. Where the dress is so low, you can see the sun on their tan skin. I like the summertime when the girls wear the dresses so.
1: In, uh, the summertime banned by the BBC, but not by Heritage Radio. Rest Network. in
0: peace, Reg It was a oh. very Mike Edison song.
1: Uh, you know, Reg Reg was the greatest because if you go see the Trox, he was like the most macho frontman like of all time. Lascivious and he'd be lascivious and and and, <laughs> and like not just coming on to every girl in the room, but coming on to every guy in the room too. Like our, my buddy Mike Maraconda of the Ronjets, we went to see him one time, and he looked at me and he looked he was frozen. He all the color drained from Mike's face. He said, Mike, what's wrong? He goes, Reg. Presley just made eye contact with me. I don't know what to do. Uh-huh. I'm not suppo- I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> the trial is obviously most famous. Go for with it. Wild thing. We went to see them one time. I, I think at a Lone Star Cafe. And it was packed, and you know that all, all all the garage rock fans, our our friends were, were there. And then it was so great. And we went to see them the next night at some uh, joint. Um, in Brooklyn, and literally there were two people there. It was like me and one other fellow, and they did their you know their show for us. They that was it. But afterwards they were like, come on back, and they each sort of had like a bottle of scotch in their bags, mm-hmm. and that's when the UFO story started coming out, you know, Reg. Uh, he we always see them. claimed that he had been abducted one by of their, One of
3: their first comebacks uh, in New York yeah. in the 70s. The Max's? They came back, yeah, Max's. So they made that great lot of Max's Oh, order. it was great. And uh, Reg was doing the thing. He had was wearing this really long Ascotty scarf and stroke, pulling it out and stroking it as, he's, as he sang to the girls. So uh, our sax player... And boys. And boys. And our sax player uh, wound up after the show hanging out with Reg Presley. Well, basically, all night drinking at Max's because they'd play. They'd let them stay, and uh, and so uh, Gordon came back and he says, "Well, I asked Reg, you know, how come, you know, how come you don't have any of these hits anymore?" This is like '77 or something, and Reg said, "Well." How many ways can I say, I want you to suck my dick?
1: <laughs> that's, it, was, they, that was just, it was that great Luster Bang story, yeah. right? Which, I, if I recall correctly, sorry, I'm sorry was, was called James Taylor Marked for Death, but was actually all about the trucks. And, and that's it, we're in, in yeah. which he revealed that basically these are all very very rapey songs. You know, well, like I tell you that song 654321, he said, I assumed it was a telephone number like the Wilson Pickett song, like like the Marvelettes. He was, it was actually just Countdown to Penetration. That's And that was the drugs. It? it was like rape disguised as bubblegum. Well. By the way, I just want to say that here at Arts and Seizures, we're against rape. Okay, always. Very progressive, liberal. We were against rape. We were against air pollution. We were against racism in most cases. Uh, we were very, very liberal show. <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh,
1: that was quick. That was quick.
3: That was quick.
1: You'll never know how much I really love you. So, 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 Blaine, you're actually like, like, like. You brought your lawyer today, Mike. What's going on? No, no, I want We were talking, but Blaine is, is, is a very good lawyer. He's a corporate litigator. He's the kind of guy that you do not find him on the back pages of the, the Village Voice in the, the hippie lawyer section. He's the real deal. You can trust this guy. You've, I mean, the guy sues defense contractors. He's, yeah. like I said, he's kept me out of jail, which is no little feat. But what I am fascinated about, what we're talking about, is shyster lawyers. I'm really interested, <laughs> okay, in, in the guys that Ambulance chasers. This to me is a very interesting line of work. That if it didn't take three years to graduate from law school, I'd probably go into it myself. Like, how do I? Like, how do I sue? Like, uh, like Pete, who's obviously a, you know, who's hurt my feelings greatly. In, in, indigent. Uh, you know, I think, it. I, think, I think I deserve one point six million. I'm thinking is the
2: number I'm looking for. Yeah. Well, you have to understand one thing: that the <laughs> difference between, as you call a shyster lawyer and other lawyers, such as what I do, is that we have a very different philosophy shyster lawyer goes out there and looks for that quick fast buck it's kind of a hold up you know me on the other hand I just I'm out there to rip
1: my opponent's face off I've seen him and that's a difference it's, it's not, not pretty pitbull he's a, pit bull. He pit bull a bull lawyer Did. But I, I, the quick hold up though I'm very interested like you know like I say we read in the paper every day it's like oh you know so you know some somebody made it made it a a pass at me in the kitchen you know because obviously oh. the sexes they couldn't, they couldn't too, help the food themself. business is so good well okay listen they you know and they, they, they sue for 1.6 million dollars and obviously someone should be getting paid out and there should be uh, people who behave like that should be penalized and smacked around but i don't think you get to retire because someone made a pass at you well actually i gotta correct you a little bit here there's this whole doctrine
2: in the law like yeah. stray remarks it's also you know stray spankings you know the, those those are kind of accepted stray spankings stray spankings
1: i'm gonna strayly spank all the motherfuckers there now the problem is
2: you might make it a regular habit and then
1: it's no longer stray i see Still, nonetheless, I want to sue Pete. 1.6 is the number I'm looking for. Keep looking.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Keep looking, Mikey. I I admire it, though. I admire admire that. Uh, Well, okay, we were sued by our manager. I won't mention the name. Uh... But uh, we were sued, and we were in the middle of making a a record called Hexbreaker, which was was, a book to be written about the making of Hexbreaker. I think think a book actually was written about the making of Hexbreaker. Well, just a whole book just on that. But anyhow, it got to the point where the process servers were coming after us, and they were waiting outside of the, the recording studio. And uh, we, we had to we had to, we, st- we couldn't leave the studio and we stayed there for two and a half days. Where was the, the studio?
2: It was in midtown Manhattan. Okay, that's the problem because you can't have a shotgun in that particular kind of studio. You know, if you <laughs> were upstate, then you know that solves your that's, problem. That's true. No, we weren't at
3: Bearsville, so uh, we, we and so uh, and at one point I had to leave, so I had to disguise myself as a delivery boy, and uh, I was nailed, but anyway, um.
1: Well, Blaine told me when, I, when I, I was seriously concerned when I wrote my first book, "I Have Fun Everywhere I Go," that I was gonna um, be sued, that someone was gonna be litigious from from High Times, even though you know, not not from uh, High Times corporate, but like one of the editors who I basically called out as being an incompetent acid head, You know, wasn't really worried. I was no it I wasn't mentioned. really worried I was gonna Got lose. Got to read the book. That suit, but uh, but these people. These, that suit looks pretty good on you, man. But these people were litigious. You never know. And you, nice. you, always nice told, you always told me, always told me, Blaine, at the time though, when you get served, just. Just be polite. Take, take take the summons and and be polite. Listen, you know the process server. He's just doing his day yeah. job. You know
2: that's that that's not your enemy. The enemy is the incompetent person that's suing you. And you know if they're incompetent, you know you don't have to worry.
1: That's too very much that's about very it.
2: inspiring.
1: Yeah, just take it and deal
3: I
2: with w- it. I, was, I wasted
3: a lot of time dodging that process. I was looking
1: all over my shoulder the whole time. <laughs> and this woman came up to the street. That some, a strange, weird, middle-aged woman stopped me. He goes, are you Mike Edison? They go, oh, it's happening. Well, here, here you uh, go. Uh, uh, let uh, me just uh, just
2: give you a piece of advice if yes. you ever have
1: to wait outside again uh, hiding from the
2: process server. I'm not gonna put up with that. My process server calls me, says the guy's ducking. I'm like, fine, I'm just gonna send him nowadays, I guess I send him an email saying, You take the process server service, or I'm gonna to go to the judge, I'm gonna get an order of publication and we're gonna publish your name wide and far in the New York Post or wherever we need to, saying you're being sued and that'll be your notice. Up to you. Wow. You know, it's just a Wow. You know, it's sort of that ripping your opponent's face See off. That? You know, put them in their place this a little is a bit. a there's a pit bull here that's
1: that's, he's tough he's tough he's, he's very very tough I mean that's what I want John McEnroe to sound like when he announces tennis like Bruno Sam Martino he always has it up he is, he's he tough his... he's very tough he's a very 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 tough individual
0: <laughs> I, I don't know is
1: McEnroe still a heel yeah, he is actually. Yes.
0: The internet does not know about this McEnroe WrestleMania thing. I think that was a Mike Edison fever dream. Yeah, maybe not. Fever dream.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah, Well, he, he it was—it went right over my wife's head though. The, the reference about the, the this guy. Oh, he's waking up from the sleeper hold.
1: That's like, well, <laughs> great. I love this. You know, this is good. Pete, you look like you have a. You look like you're back so if you this.
2: don't know what the sleeper hold is, you don't know what the pile drive is. Then right, exactly. you need to move. to But another should the country. pile
1: driver be banned, Blaine? Should the pile driver oh. be banned? No, no broken man.
2: necks are a good thing. Depends on in in, the, in
1: context. Depends yeah. on who's being who's and next. That's to be really broken. what it's all about. It's all about context.
3: You know, I was cover I was cover, uh, writing about Yankee bars for the timeout a long time ago. So I'm hanging out in what I guess it was the Yankee, what they called the Yankee bar in the middle of the day, right? So I'm drinking that was my uh, modus operandi. I'd hang out, drink. And see what happens, you know. And the Yankee fans would drift in and out, you know. Finally, around lunchtime, two guys come in with with wearing suits and a full scale model of a human spine. <laughs> now. <laughs>
2: These guys. What kind coming, of coming from the courthouse? I imagine <laughs> you yes, had some I, sort of uh, medical malpractice. I, 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 was 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 one chunk of the spine missing? I don't. Or, I don't know? know.
3: I think there was something to illustrate some sort of like uh, someone is in a neck brace, you know, a client, and then they show the spine or something like that. But I, I assume that they were not on their way to Yankee Stadium. They weren't like uh, having a pregame tune-up. Maybe they were. Maybe They bring the
1: spine there. <laughs>
3: But uh, anyhow,
1: the only, jury, the only jury trial I ever sat in—I've never done jury duty either. I've managed to, and I'm, I'm willing to do my, my civic duty. Um, but I did—I was uh, just sort of—you've uh, been a excluded. Is
2: that what you're trying to tell well, us? Well, the
1: last time I got called for jury duty, the, ca- the, the case was. Um, Oh, it had to do with, like, like a local, you know, local power companies and, and who run Indian Point, you know, nuclear power. And I just said, I'm trying to get at it, I said, there's no possible way I am ever going to find in their favor, okay? I just told, I said that right when they said, you have any, whatever it is, that no possible fucking way, and they, I, the judge was like, I'm not hearing this, and he sent me down to uh, civil court. It was Mike, that, He says, in you're Indian, not getting at it, it's that easy. He wrote me to know, he goes, go down to civil court and wait there for three days. Mike, uh,
3: <laughs> uh, Indian Point, don't you want to read by the light of yourself? I mean,
1: really? <laughs> oh shit! Um,
3: I know I have a song.
1: I want. I think I do. glow in the dark, but I, I, I got the blues, baby. I want you want a, to sing the blues song? A song. I I, a, sing a
3: song just part of it.
1: Wait. <laughs> Is that working for you?
3: I had to believe in her. She strictly got next to me. I had to believe in her She strictly got next to me I'm talking about that little girl of mine I try to leave her alone But that she's so good to me Let me tell you, Mike Believing is all right Just so long as you do not believe in the wrong thing I said believing is all right Just so you don't belong In the wrong thing, baby You know she's just as cool in the summer As she is in the spring Now, don't get mad at my believing I may be right, I may be wrong You can't get mad at my believing I may be right, I may be wrong uh, But I had to believe in that girl She's just as cool in the summer As she is in the spring
1: All right. I dig the summertime. Lots of Mellow show today. I was all I thought you got through the Lyme disease. I thought you're gonna be coming back. We're ready to tear it up. We're getting back to cocktail land. As, as I said, I, I'm still waiting to
3: get bit by that tick with the
2: gin disease. So I can, you know, it's summer. I can have gimlets, but well, you know, 246 shows that's got a certain, uh, you know, numerology to it. It's not really? fractals, but you know, two, well, four, six. You know, that's it's, good.
1: Uh, well, we got to 250. We're gonna have a party. That's right. Keep your mind. August 12th is going to be our last show, and um. You might be our very last guest because... they <laughs> I hate guests. I know. They're like tapeworms. It's like... They just, it's just, like, they just suck you by. It's like, guests are the worst. Guests, ah, Matt. Look, look
0: at look at this fucking guy. <laughs> you better be careful insulting your guests. In My lawyer is... Who's a i decided, decided, to, go for- I decided yeah. to go for broke the time you bring a lawyer in. I don't know why. <laughs> Watch out, Matt.
1: Let me tell you, Matt. This guy's kept me out of jail for a long time, knock on wood. There's the least, there's the least I could do for him. And when I say that... The, the, answer, the question the, the, is I why. mean I mean truly the, the least.
0: question is why has, has <laughs> he yeah, do, you do that this? as a public service cuz I'm not uh, so sure. Matt,
1: well,
2: you bad. know, you just
0: better be careful
2: the next America. time. Trump is going to pass as a law getting rid of lawyer confidentiality and then you're toast.
1: Well, he he, he won't he's always talking about changing the libel laws. You know, I mean, he's a very he's a very interesting interpretation of the first amendment. Look at the incumbent president. Yeah. What's well, he's got to get 37 states on board so uh, yeah. I don't think it's, you know
2: he likes to talk.
1: He does like to talk, that way. But
2: I, I do now. I'm going to have to tell my Trump joke. I'm sorry. But Quick. it's one I think people, many people Quick. haven't. Quick, All right, you know. Guy's working as a clerk in the Barnes & Noble, the b- big bookstore. He's at the reference desk. You know, that's the desk people walk up to, and they say, oh, where are the collected works of Shakespeare? And he looks up, bored, and says, oh, down aisle 14. So he's working there one day, head buried in the computer. Someone comes up to him and says, you know, I, I, I want the... Uh, Uh, book by Donald Trump. The guy doesn't look up. He says, yeah, 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 Art of the Deal, you know, over there in fiction, down aisle 10. (laughs) The guy says, no, 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 no. I want the new book by Trump. So the clerk looks up, drops his glasses, looks at the guy. He's got a Make America Great t-shirt again, Make America um, red hat on, and says Trump all over him. So the clerk looks at him and says, get the fuck out of here! The guy says, yeah, that's the book.
1: (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) That was good. (laughs) You know what? I right, a, the lawyer wins. The God lawyer damn always, it. The lawyer
2: always wins, right? In the end, no matter what the suit is, the lawyers win. Uh, yeah, unlo- unless you lose and it's on contingency. Yeah. Oh, there you go.
3: <laughs> Ouch. That one
1: hurts. You see... That's the shyster lawyer thing. I want to be a shyster lawyer. I want to, like, just like, go mad. That's how you beat a shyster lawyer. You just make them work so hard, and they realize they ain't going to make any money, and it's over. But I love, but one time you told me, you said, like, I mean, you know, you work on these, like, large suits. You've got a very, like, long view of this. You, you, you work for a, a great law firm. But you said that the guy that's in here every week, like, you know, about someone slipped on the pavement, you know, these ambulance-chasing guys, you always said that's the guy you worry, you got to worry about because they spend
2: every day in that room.
3: They but, try
1: a lot of cases. The good ones do.
3: Yeah. Hey, Mike. You know what? I've got another song in my
1: heart. Do you have another song?
3: It's the time to go already. Yeah, I think I'm looking at the. the you know what? The, Sadly, the clock on the wall seems to indicate that our time amongst the, these wonderful people here.
1: Well, I'll tell Arby, you I'm what. thinking of
3: Arby Stidham. Next
2: what? time, make him give you an hour.
1: There you go. Right. All right, we'll, just, we'll discuss that. You have your people call my Dra- people. I the gotta papers. say, listen, we've been doing the show for over six years, 246 shows come up to 250, which will be the last episode of Arts and Seizures. Don't forget, we're Once Upon a Time with the Mike and Judy Show. But That's seven years of radio. That's, that's, that's a lot. And, and what have I learned from this experience? What maybe? have you learned? Uh, how to play <laughs> Let It Be Me. Let Arby Stidham. Here we go. Let's good thing. All right, we'll be back next week. We've got four more shows to go featuring the Lost Mr. Airplane Man tapes coming up. Our friend Bob Burt's coming back. Bob Bob, and, really? how do you get him? Uh, how do I get him? I called him call on the fucking phone. Uh, well, Bob, I think, holds the record for uh, most appearances on the show. Nice. Viva la France. That's what I have to say. Viva right? la France. All right, so congratulations to French for friends. that their, their Super Bowl victory.
3: Super Bowl. Super Bowl party. I, 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 I saw a picture of my good friend Gaba in, pa- in Paris having a Super Bowl party. He's in a beer in each hand, and he was smart enough that those were Belgian beers and not French beers. So Gaba, good thinking. You know, patriotism only goes so far. No, no,
1: hey, it stops at the water's edge. That's the, right. At the bar's edge. All right, we'll see you guys next week. You ready, Pete? Yes, sir. Hey, man.
3: I know you're getting someone new, to love. Someone to make you feel happy and free. done I'm begging. <laughs> I'm pleading, please, let it be me. Yeah. You know I treat you like a queen There'll be no misery So if you're wanting love and affection Darling, please, let it be me oh, Take me to the I, I'll always be true to you In each and every way I would love, love and care for you Drive all your blues and troubles away So darling, don't pass me by, darling. Open your eyes and see. If you're wanting love and affection, ah, darling, please don't let it be me. Oh, Mikey, call me now. now. There hey. You go. now, in each and every way, I love, I love and care for you, you know I drove all your blues and shows away, so darling please, please don't pass me by, darling, open your eyes and see, if you're wanting love and affection, darling please let it be me, Let let it be me. All Caesar. right, everyone. Well, thank you very much. Yeah,
1: can we Mike it? My And our friend Blaine Born again. Let's hear it. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network.